This is the FBCG Live podcast with Pastor John K. Jenkins Sr. Today's message is titled, How to See God's Power and Glory in Your Life. God wants to show Himself strong in your life. God will defeat people who try to tear you down. Wherever you're joining us from, we pray this message encourages and empowers you in your daily walk with God. All right, while you're standing, grab your Bible for just a moment. I'm going to preach, uh, direct your attention to Psalm 63. Let me uh, thank Pastor Dr. Richard Allen Farmer who spoke last week. And I'm, it's been three weeks since I've been here on a Sunday morning. It seems like it's been forever. So uh, y'all going to have to get used to me getting these three weeks of sermons out of me in one, one service today. So hang tough. Look at your neighbor and say, we're going to go a long time. Just go ahead and say, bear. Go ahead, tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them. The pastor ain't preached in three weeks. He got to get it all out. Go ahead and tell him I'm willing to hang with him. Tell him I'm willing to hang with him. Go ahead and tell me, take your time, pastor. We ain't going nowhere. All right, I'm watching you. I got my eyes on you. Psalm 63, I'm going to read just these first two verses. It says, Oh God, you are my God. Early will I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. So I have looked for you in the sanctuary to see your power and your glory. I want to talk for a few moments today about how to see the power and glory of God. Tell your neighbor, I want to see God's power and God's glory. How many of y'all got something in your life where you need God to show himself strong and mighty in? All right, I'm just checking y'all out. Y'all can be seated. I just want to make sure that we got, I got the right message for the right people. I think so. Yeah, all right. Let me just wait for the latecomers to come in. Come on in, y'all. Glad y'all made it. Glad you're here. Let's, let's welcome our latecomers here today. Everybody turn around and say, church starts at 1130. Go ahead, turn around. Say, church starts at 1130. I mean, there's tons of them coming in, tons of them. I'm just glad they're here. What would your job do if you came in late? fire you. Yeah. All right. Let me get, let me get in the word. I'm messing with people now. Let me get in the word. Um, This is a a, a passage of scripture that altered and changed my life. This 63rd Psalm altered the course of my journey. I learned it many decades ago and started applying in my life. And over the course of my 64 years of life, I've seen God do the supernatural. When you begin to experience the supernatural provisions of God in your life, it's difficult to go back to the routine. It's tough. When you see God 
It's one thing, let me tell you something, it's one thing to see God answer your specific prayers. It's another thing to see God answer your prayers before you even ask him. I call that the supernatural provisions of God. I've seen God. I watched him and see him open up doors that I know that no man could have opened. I've seen God respond and do the supernatural on my behalf, on behalf of this ministry, on behalf of my family. God opened up doors. My, I think I, and I could just, just talk over story after story, situation after situation. When I had a job that my boss got, uh, took another job, and then my boss's boss told me I could apply for the job, but I wouldn't get it. But to have that same boss have to invite me to come in and tell me that I got a job that I didn't apply for, supernatural. Yes, amen. When, when just recently, my, do you think I told y'all this already? My youngest, my oldest daughter uh, uh, got chosen for a job to be the head coach at the University of Delaware women's basketball program for a job that they, they, that they had not even considered her. Her name wasn't even on the list for consideration. Y'all, y'all not hearing what I'm saying to you today. God has the ability, hold up, to not, to not only put your name on the list, he got the ability to put your name at the top of the list. Y'all, y'all not hearing what I'm saying to you. That's the kind of God we serve. We have to, got to, got, that's the kind of God we serve, that he has the capacity and the supernatural provision to do that on your behalf. And the question is, what do I have to do to see God doing that? Some of y'all have gotten accustomed and, and acceptable of the routine, but, but I want to uh, encourage you today. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm ready for this word today. Go ahead, tell them I'm ready for this word today. That even though I'm living in a dry and thirsty land, how many of y'all know this is a dry and thirsty land that we live in? And this, this writer, David, is writing in this 63rd Psalm, and he says, My soul is thirsting for you. My flesh longs for you, verse 1, in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. There's no satisfaction. That's what he means by that. There's, no, there's nothing that this world has to offer you that can bring you victory or satisfaction. How many of y'all know some of y'all looking for satisfaction in all the wrong places and you're never going to find satisfaction down here in this world. It only comes from a relationship with God, pursuing after God. I think I said at the earlier service, you ain't going to be satisfied. Shopping is not going to satisfy you. I didn't get too many amens on that point. I, I see some of the sisters looking at me out the corner of their eye. As though somehow shopping, it's the only thing that shopping can do is give you a momentary thrill. It, it, it can't be lasting. You can't get, you will, never, you will never find lasting satisfaction in stuff. Some of the richest people in the world have died lonely and sad and depressed and unhappy in life because money can't satisfy you. Stuff can't satisfy you. People can't satisfy you. Rel- what brings you happiness and satisfaction is a relationship with Jesus Christ, you, you knowing him. Do y'all see how the claps are getting lower and lower and lower? Because y'all, 
Oh, I forgot. This is the 12. This is what used to be the 12 o'clock crowd. Y'all, you know, that 12 o'clock crowd just came in from the club. This is the new 12 o'clock crowd that I had to recognize that y'all just, you just did come in from the club. And I'm trying to help you save the drama of wasting money on buying stuff and getting high and drinking. I'm trying to save you the drama of looking for satisfaction in all the wrong places. I'm trying to help you find fulfillment. Somebody say fulfillment in the right place. And that fulfillment comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ. Hold up. I didn't say a relationship with church. A lot of people don't come to church and church can let you down. People in church can disappoint you. It's not church I'm talking about. I'm talking about a personal walk with the eternal God who loves you and cares about you, who can show himself strong to you in your life. And it is only through having that personal relationship with him that when he answers your prayer, when you talk to him and you see him answer your prayers, when you hear him respond to you and he speaks to you and communicates to you, there have been times that I had a problem and I needed an answer and I'd open up my Bible and bam, there's the answer right then. God speaks to me with my specific situation. That's the kind of God that we serve. That's the kind of God that we want to be able to have a relationship with because there is no water down here. Somebody say there's no water down here. There's no satisfaction. But I wanted to talk to you about this because this, this particular writer, David, is writing, and he says, I want God to show his power and his glory in your life. I'm glad you asked me. What does power mean? I'm glad you asked. The word power means that God shows you how mighty he is. He shows you his strength. God has strength and power and might. He can do what, other, what humans cannot do. The doctors can't heal you. He can heal you. He, he, can, he, can, he can pay a bill and you don't even know how the bill got paid. He's a heart changing God. He can change people's hearts. He can change your situation. Somebody say your situation. He has the power. And he says not only his power, but also he uses the word. We want to see, the psalmist says, I want to see your power and your glory. The glory, the word glory means abundance. It means God does it and demonstrates his power and his might in a super abundant way, over the top, over the, uh, way, way beyond, beyond. That's what glory means, that God shows himself in an awesome way. And I've discovered that this writer says, I'm asking God, I'm looking for you. I want to see your power and your glory. And I've discovered that there are some ways and things that we can learn and get the power of God prevalent and practicing in our lives. Who am I preaching to that wants to see the power and glory prevalent in their life? No, you don't. You don't want to see the power and glory. you perpetrating, you pretending, you make-believing. You don't want to see it. You want to say, I'm trying to find somebody who says, I'm hungry, I'm thirsty for God. I'm longing for God. I'm hungry to see God step into the domain in my life and do the supernatural. I, I, that's what I want to talk about for just these few moments. As a matter of fact, when God shows himself strong in his life, look at what he does for you. Look at verse 7. Let me give you a few things right here. Verse 7. Look at what it says in verse 7. Because you have been my help. Stick a pen right there, verse 7. Somebody say, he'll be your help. When people can't help you, God says, I'll be your help. 
I'll be the one that'll step in and fight the battles for you. He says, I'll be your help. That's what he says. I'm going to show my, my glory and my power in your life by being your help. But he doesn't stop there. He says, he says uh, uh, your, verse, verse 8, your right hand upholds me. Somebody say, God has the ability to uphold you. I'm shouting about the fact that I know that God can hold you up when everybody else lets you down. Y'all not hear what I'm saying to you today. Uh, God says, and I, and I, and I, I, I ooh, slow down. Somebody says, slow down, pastor. Verse 9 says, but those who seek my life to destroy it shall go into the lower parts of the earth. Here's what I'm shouting about, that we serve a God who has the ability to take the people who are trying to mess your life up, and he'll take them down while he elevates you. I can't get no help right here today. I, I'm, I'm trying to tell y'all that we serve a God. I have I had people try to ruin my name, ruin my reputation, ruin my ministry, but you know what God did? Took them down and elevated me. They tried to mess me up, but I'm still here. I'm still preaching the gospel. My ministry is still going strong. They tried to ruin my reputation, but God made, them, made me strong and worked away from me. I wish I had a praying crowd. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold, hold up, hold up, hold up. The latter part of verse 11 says, but the mouth of those who speak lies shall be stopped. Anybody ever had somebody tell a lie on you? God said he got the power to shut up the mouth of those who are lying on you. I used to think that it was my job to try to track down the lie, I'd try to track down who telling lies on me. But God told me some years ago, he says, if you won't track down lies, that's all you're going to spend time doing is tracking down lies. He said, I didn't call you to track down lies. I told you to preach the gospel and share the gospel, and I'll take, I'll take care of the people who are tracking down lies. And I'm here today to tell you, you ain't got to try to stop nobody from lying on you. You just live right, do what you're supposed to do, share the gospel, and God, the God we serve, will shut the mouth of those who are lying. I wish I had a praying crowd with me here today. Let me find out which section here at the 11.30 service is the section that's with me. Let me see where the section is. God will do that will help you. Will vic will God will show himself strong in your life. He wants to do that for you, but, the, but there's something that you need to do. There's some things that you need to have on your side of the table. There's some things that need to be in your plate, in your corner. There's some things you, you can do to help invite the glory of God into your life. And I'm glad you're asking me the question because I'm getting ready to tell you what they are right here. Uh, here they are right here. Look at verse 1. Oh God, you are my God. Here it is right here. First, the first one, early will I seek you. Stick a pen right there. The first thing you got to do is learn how to get up and seek God early. Y'all notice the, the, the noise got softer and lower. Because we live, we live in a day and an age where people don't get up till noon. Don't come to church till 1130. 
no, I'm just, I'm glad y'all are here. But he says, you got to learn to get up early. There's something special about rolling out of the bed early in the morning and giving God the praise that, he, that even while you laid in the very image of death, but yet he woke you up early in the morning and allow you to see a brand new day. And I'm telling you, one of the things you got to do, listen, I want y'all to hear what I'm saying to you today. I want you to learn how to get up early and drop to your knees and give God the praise for affording you an opportunity to see a brand new day. This ain't a remade day. This ain't a, a do-over day. This is a brand new day. And when you woke up this morning, he gave you new mercies. Morning by morning, new mercies he gives. He woke you up this morning and issued you a fresh batch of mercies. I know I don't deserve it. I know I should have been counted out. I should have stayed dead. I'm nasty, dirty, messed up. I'm a jacked up joker. But I thank God that in spite of how jacked up I am, he allowed me to see a brand new day. Anybody here other than me that don't mind praising God and thanking him for a fresh day, a brand new day, woke me up this morning, early in the morning. Hey, hallelujah. Somebody high-five your neighbor and say, thank you. Some people laid down last night that didn't get up this morning, but he woke me up this morning and gave me brand new mercies. Early, he said, early will I seek thee. I'm simply trying to tell you to make a practice in your life of when you open your eyes, getting up and giving God praise for a brand new day that he afforded you to see. Y'all know some people get up and they complain. They they got all the stuff they mad about and they're complaining and they're complaining and crying. Woe is me and woe is this and woe is that. But I'm telling you that one of the things you ought to have in practice in your life is early in the morning giving God the praise. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, early, 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 early. Say, I know other folk might wait for a long time, but I'm getting up early, early, early. I know you're not not due to work for a while. I I know you you might even work from home. I I know that some of y'all work from home and you get up at noon and 1230. But get up a little bit early and give God the praise that he afforded you a brand new day. That's the first thing he did. Somebody say, that's the first thing he did. That's the first thing I can do in the midst of this dry and thirsty land is to get up early and seek after God. Don't don't miss that point. We are seeking the God that we serve. But he doesn't stop there. But here's the second thing he says. I I love this right here. I I love what he says right here. I want y'all to see this second thing he says right here in verses 3 through 5. He says, because your loving kindness is better than life, because your loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise you. The, fir- the first thing you got to do is to learn how to open your mouth and give God some praise. Now, I- I've been watching since I've been up here. Some of y'all ain't opened your mouths yet. It seems like to me that God has done enough for you during the course of your life 
that you ought to at least be able to say thank you. Look, 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 wait. Here's what verse 5 says. Verse 5, the latter part. Look, matter of fact, let me re, 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 let, let me read. Slow down. Let me read verse 5. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise you with joyful lips. Let me tell you something. If you won't be stingy about it, keep it to yourself. God's looking for some people to show himself strong who he knows that when he does it, they will joyfully, willingly, cheerfully, unhesitantly give him the glory and the praise. Wait a minute, wait, wait. It didn't stop there. That's, 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 that's one way to praise him. But it says right here in verse 4, can I read verse 4 to you? Thus I will bless you while I live. I will lift up my hands in your name. Some of y'all been members of this church for years and you ain't never raised your hands. Y'all still ain't got it. Some of y'all still ain't got it. When I, was in, was I, when I went to school, when I was in, growing up in school, sometimes the teacher would offer a prize, like, like you get to go out to recess early, if you could answer the question that she was going to ask. And when she asked the question and you wanted to really go out to recess early, you raise your hand. If you, wait, if you knew the answer. Now, if you didn't know the answer, you'd be holding your hand down, looking around, like some of y'all are doing right now. Just. But some of us know who the answer is. Wait a minute. And if I really knew that I knew the answer, and I really wanted the prize, Wait, and, and then, and then, then, now when you can put the hands and the lips together, ooh, 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 ooh. Miss Johnson, Miss Johnson, Miss Johnson, Miss Johnson. You should be saying, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Sit down. I can't. I wish I could stop and just go on home right from there. But there's one more thing that's very important that I need to tell you. I'm almost finished. I'm coming to a close. But there's one more piece of this that is the thing that unlocks the, the door. A lot of people worship and praise, but not a lot of people do this last thing that really will cause the power and presence of God to show up in your life in supernatural ways. And I got to tell you that I, I wish I could just skip it, but I can't. It says in verse 6, when I remember you on my bed, 
and meditate on you in the night watches. Some of y'all go to bed depressed to wake up depressed. You go to bed sad, you wake up sad. And you're already, already, always frustrated and, and unhappy and all of that. And, it's, and, and what this is saying is when we go to bed at night, instead of getting the bad news of the world, go to bed meditating on the good news of God's Word. This is it right here. This is it. I'm telling you, put, your, put them magazines down. Put them novels down and get into meditating on the Word of God. This says, when I remember you on my bed and meditate. The word meditate means to regurgitate, to chew it over again. A cow has two stomachs, so the food goes through the first stomach, squeezes out some of the nutritions, then it goes to the second stomach and squeezes out more nutritions. And, and that's what this, this word is so rich and powerful that you can read it again and again and again, and every time you read it, you get something new out of it. And there's something, I just, I, I'm telling you to just put me to the test, put this to the test, not me, put this scripture to the test. I'm challenging you to put this and meditate on this and ponder this and think about this. When you go to bed at night and in the night watches of your night, ponder, memorize, think about the stories and the scriptures and put it over and over again and think about it over and over again and then open, wake up in the morning and open your mouth and praise the Lord and watch God do the supernatural in your life. Did y'all get that? What did I say? What's number one? Early. Give God praise how? With your mouth and with your hands. Listen, this, when I say you, with your mouth and your hands, this is not just at church. While you walking through the house, say, Lord, I thank you for whatever you're going to do for me today. While you washing dishes, say, God, I thank you. While you do whatever you do, open your mouth and give him the glory. That's how the grandmothers, the grandmothers, our grandmothers used to do that. They used to walk around the house and give God the praise. This is where they got it from, the Word. And that's why God fought battles for them. That's how God answered their prayers. And that's how God gave them the victory. They walked around all day with their hands raised and their mouth open. And what's the third thing I said? Meditate on the Word in the night watches. You've been listening to FBCG Live with Pastor John K. Jenkins Sr. There's nothing like seeing God's glory in your life, opening doors that no one else can close. If you've been blessed by this message and would like to help us reach more people through this ministry, please click the link in the podcast description or visit our website, fbcglenarden.org slash give to donate. Thank you for joining us. We hope that you'll subscribe so that you'll never miss an episode. Be sure to tune in next week.